This is Porcupine. And this is Banana. And welcome to Porcupine and Banana. So, key December boss. It's December time, end of the calendar year, end of the school year if you're in South Africa. Elsewhere, <laughs> ask is sorry for you. It's at least like some sort of break away from work, from school and everything. Oh, that's what you think. Yeah. Uh, if you got your grades back, congratulations. You got a bonus, congratulations. Listen, if it's not looking so good. Hold on. 2019 has bigger, better things for you. <laughs> I can't make that promise. <laughs> but listen, this is what people say, and I'm, I can feel it in my spirit. This is a word out there for somebody. Hold on to it. 2019 has bigger, better things for you. You're going to find resolve in 2019. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not feed people lies. No, those are not lies. I'm just saying, for somebody out there, I'm sure it's going to be true for somebody. Well, that's no, but. I I generally generally wish everybody who listens to the podcast a few steps forward in 2019 or in whatever area you'd like to see improvement. We also wish the same for people who don't listen to the podcast because we don't don't discriminate. We we don't don't discriminate. Listen, speak for yourself. We don't. (laughs) We don't. And until they listen to this podcast, they can live their lives. We don't wish them ill. But these compliments and these well wishes are strictly. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Sure. For Pokepine and Banana listeners, let them know. Let them know. Y'all don't share this. Don't share this with <laughs> Don't share the good vibes. I'm kidding. Spread the what? love. Spread the positive energy. So we've been thinking about resolutions. Uh-huh. Ones that we met fully. Ones that we met partially. Ones yeah. that we did not even meet at all. How we celebrate them and essentially what we hope to do with the ones that we kind of forgot about. And really were they worth <laughs> it if we forgot about them? Yeah. I want to actually ask first, how do you make i mean resolutions i sit down yeah like physically sit down or you just like you make time like you prepare yourself mentally no i physically put out time yeah to sit sit down down on a bed or on a chair these are these are the questions (laughs) usually on a bed because you know how i never sit on chairs she's allergic to chairs (laughs) yeah i I just i'm either on the floor or on a bed i would not sit on a chair on my bed so i usually have to write it on pen and paper well using pen and paper first they do say and listen we are yet the jury's still out on this one they do say that the probability of you putting in an effort or even achieving a dream increases 40 percent if you actually write it in specifically down on pen and paper honestly that's 100 percent true for me i just feel 40% like percent or like increases, your like increases. <laughs> i don't know the percentage i'm not good at math I'm not 100 percent sure it's just like it increases i don't know i'll consult more social scientists about this <laughs> yeah it's just it makes it more authentic like oh, yeah, there's yeah. something out there that is holding me onto it um so i write everything down but this is usually not my final format because it changes i don't think anything goes out but more resolution get added in as i go through the year do you write as in broader terms like i want to improve my oh no no no, definitely not broaden my understanding of this subject explore my interest in tennis i mean in sports or is it like specifics like this year i am going to play tennis every wednesday so and then that changes or is it kind of like the application of the broader exploring sports changes so I realized the the broader I am, the less I get to actually do anything. Yes, as as is yeah. yeah, we know this. So I would always be extremely specific, as specific as I could about what I want to do. What was the most specific 
resolution on your list? I think one of it was to read 30 books by African writers, which I did. So that is one of the very specific ones I put in there. Yeah. Because if I just wrote read more books, that would really not get me anywhere. Because what is more? How many did I already read last year? I don't know. You can count that. (laughs) That's easy to figure out. I don't remember. (laughs) So... You just put a specific number and trying to get to that number. Yeah. So then you started counting them this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And, and then, that matters, I think, mostly because, like you said, it's not just any old book. It's a sp- specific kind of book, yeah. right? So either a certain genre, specific topic, uh, mm-hmm. specific author or specific type of authors. Yeah. For next year, actually, I have a more specific reading list. Okay. Which... Oh, so you have actual books that you have on there. So I do, because I realized that I really lack knowledge about Egyptian authors. Okay. So for next year, I'm reading mainly Egyptian authors. Yeah. I'm going to try to read them in Arabic. I do read and understand Arabic. I am proficient, but English has always come easier to me in books. But this is going to be a special challenge. I was like, I'm going to only read them in Arabic, try to just immerse myself in the literary Arabic language. This is going to be an interesting test. I'd like to know how that goes for you. Thank you. I think I'm going to build my vocabulary. Yeah. That one is... Yeah, Arabic vocabulary. Yeah. That's always exciting. Yeah. I feel like even in English, just coming across... Sometimes it's not even new words, but the application is... Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, whoa, oh, okay. Yeah. I guess I didn't know I could stretch it that far, or like put it in that kind of context. Uh, but anyways, learning, man. Yum, yum, yum. <laughs> how do you actually put resolutions... To- me? For yourself, yeah. I, I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> <laughs> I think I do the same, but I'm always just pen and paper somewhere. Sticky notes, you see sticky notes all yeah. over this house. I have two pages. One that is, this area of my life needs this, this area of my life needs this, this area needs that. And then the next page is specifically. So then mm-hmm. I have category and then subcategories. Categories wow. and then subcategories. <laughs> that is very specific. Yeah. I try not to do 12-month resolutions. I do six-month resolutions. Okay. At the end of the six months, we'll review if we, we still need to continue with those show if we need, if I've, I've outgrown that resolution. Because mm-hmm. sometimes an opportunity comes by and really just, just surpasses everything that you thought you, you know, you could do and you've done it and you've surprised yourself and it's like six months in and then it's what's mm-hmm. next i could leave it to chance or i could just sit down and plan another audacious goal and just like go for that so i opt for that so i try to keep it at you know six months intervals so i do essentially the whole resolution thing twice one in terms of like areas oh i want to be a, a better communicator mm-hmm. Then this would mean, you know, maybe actually have a working phone number in 2018, which I did. And <laughs> I'm the, very proud of you thank for that. Thank you, thank you. And all that kind of stuff. So yeah, that's how I do it. And it's yeah. the same thing, sitting down either on the, I don't, couch, chair, bed. Yeah. It's really just whenever it hits me. And I usually do it like around Christmas. Yeah. So post-Christmas, we know it's ending. Like we have surrendered to the years, the final week before January 1st. It is what it is. The festivities are coming to an end. It's the one final hurrah in January and probably by the 7th we're all back in the office or back mm-hmm. at school or thinking about school so yeah I try to do it then it's usually quiet everyone's out or hungover <laughs> <laughs> or suffering from the itis so yeah yeah. so what are some resolutions this year that you've actually accomplished fully or partially fully mm. fully fully accomplished do you think there are any mm-hmm. okay this year I did plan on so within the health broader category I did have a resolution to a minimum of 3 to 4 times a week work out and I did but I also had a financial resolution to cut down on as many things as possible yeah so I decided listen I'm not even gonna fool myself I'm not gonna invest my money on that I want to actually see if I can build up 
the habit, mm-hmm. build up the discipline to keep up the habit, and then maybe 2019 I can get a gym membership. And actually, I think I've been successful. You have. You've been very active. Yeah, so since February, I think when I settled down with kind of work, school and everything, I started it and my trainers have seen me more this year than they have in the past. I've had my trainers for like maybe four years and I usually would use them just for that. Yeah. Usually just for hikes, quite honestly. Otherwise, I'm just in sneakers. But yeah, so we've we've had a relationship and I'm surprised at how much they endurance they have. They, they endure. So yeah, so that's what's, mm-hmm. what's one of yours that you've made in your accomplishment. Wow, I'm trying to think of one yeah. and I'm like, what? what is one that I've completely accomplished? I think a couple that I remember now is one I really wanted to visit a new country this mm-hmm. year. So I did do that. Yay. Um, you know? I, I went to Lithuania. Mm-hmm. That actually came out of the blue. Yeah. Because I wasn't really expected to travel. And then suddenly like two weeks before, well, a month before, they yeah. were like, there's this conference and we would like you to come. And I was like, yes. Take me. Um, (laughs) I did say take me. I actually was also supposed to travel to two more countries, but both fell through, which was kind of sad, but I was like, it's fine. I've ticked off that one country Mm. in the year. As I've already mentioned, the 30 books that I wanted to read, I did that. So that I'm really happy about. One more thing is, so when I first landed in South Africa, I was bombarded with so much new information that I had no idea about, and a lot of it had to do with political philosophy and I was very unlearned in that (laughs) area, sector, whatever. And so I really wanted to to know a lot more. So read a lot of books, took an online course and I actually, I did. Really? Yeah, it's an Oxford course. And it taught me all the way from the basics and kind of led me to, if you're more interested in this, you could go and read these things, which I found out I'm really not interested in at all. But it was a personal journey of discovery for myself because I realized that there is so much out there in the world that I don't know and the feeling of not knowing doesn't sit well with me so I will usually try to read or learn more about it and I'm just glad I stuck to it because usually if I lose interest in something I will Mm. stop but this time I was like nah stick to it even if it's really not interesting just like see it through so you applied your persistence there I did what are ones you did not no this partial hey okay partial yeah because a lot of them are partial (laughs) yeah and i feel like the partial list is much longer than any other ones. yeah and i know maybe some deep down i'm probably saying oh it's because you know i just did stuff came out didn't have time i still have december though but i'm not gonna do any of this it's not gonna happen so this year i wanted actually my room Uh right i wanted my room to have a certain feel to it so last year i had a loft which i was very okay having be just a blank canvas yeah i was really and it was it was very blank it was a blank canvas it was you know so much air and light that flowed through it it. you never saw you in there unless you were physically in the room yes (laughs) and that was fine yeah i just i don't know i was adamant about not making that place my home okay there was a lot that went into that (laughs) bigger bigger issues but when i moved into the place i mean this year you know it's a house it's more comfortable it's with people i know we ventured into you know decorating we got plant babies we are plant parents they're all dead no they're not oh my gosh they're not They're Can they're on their way to the grave. Banana Get- killed our plant. <laughs> <laughs> I I I'm very sad to agree with the statement, but I did kill the plants. She killed them. I kept them alive for eight months, and I was like, okay, here we go. I'm gonna hand them to you four months. All you need to do is do one, two, three. I don't know what happened. I, the thing is, I, I left feed them for a weekend. Came back. They were all dead. But come on. Okay, I I do. 
a weekend. <laughs> I'm not saying the story is not true. It is. They died over a weekend. <laughs> but like, how much can it really be my fault? Plants can die in a weekend. If they did, it's not me. This is higher powers. Eight months. I nursed <laughs> these babies. Eight months. Higher powers. Went, so we decorated the living room as well. I know Banana and I won't be living together like permanently for other reasons. But I think the biggest one is our taste in decor. Oh, so different. It is so different. So we go to the store, right? So I'm trying to minimize like conflict. <laughs> so we go to the store, look at a few pieces. Okay, everybody spend their time on their Pinterest board. So you know, we're at Mr. Price home because you know, you gotta do it on a budget and you know, it's temporary. But I want to make sure that this year is comfortable because we knew it was going to be a tough year. So we're picking out pieces there. You know, she picks out a few. I pick out a few. We buy candles for, you know, individual rooms, scent diffusers. There's the whole thing. It's going on. <laughs> we come home. Two months later, she lets it slip that she thinks the, the main piece in the living room, which is the one I picked out, she thinks it's hideous. It's a red, bulbous face. It's just like a blob. It just has like this like oblong like shape. And she's like, and it's I red. I don't like it. It's red. I'm like, well, our curtains are red. I know, I hate the curtains too. Our couch is red. I hate the couch. It's maroonish, it matches. I just hate it. We did repurpose it over the, I mean, over the yeah, year. Yeah, we did. Red little flowers at some point in uh -huh. there. We did dress it up with a few other accessories on the side. It was a whole thing, but we actually, I'm spending money. Spending she money. She was hurt. <laughs> And she doesn't even have the guts to tell me in the store that she hates it. She I, waits two months later to I say, wanted... I just, can I just say, I hate this thing. I'm like, but you were there. I tried to minimize the conflicts by like, she was like, she seemed very excited about it. And I was like, I'm not gonna say anything. Sure. I mean, who cares anyways? It's a you blob care, on the table. But a blob on the turns table. Turns out living with a blob on the table takes a toll on you. <laughs> and that after two months, you really have to say your real <laughs> feelings out loud. You spend more time in the living room than I do. I I'm just passing by. So it looks great without passing by. <laughs> but you staring at it all I'm day. I'm sitting there looking at it and going, but you're hideous. <laughs> and listen, my theory is that she had other things going on in her life. And she really was taking out her frustration out on this thing. I so, still think it's hideous. I so mean... I had to hide it away. But it's back now. It's back. She for a while she took it into her room yeah. and it was the funniest thing yeah i did take it into my room because what the heck why'd you do this to me she was hurt i was hurt um but i got over it so how did we even get here i don't know anyway so yeah so decorating the house so yeah so that's something you know I, I wanted to do so for my room you know i got a few pieces put out a few of my cards and over the months i think i started to see myself become more comfortable i rearranged my book but yeah and i think i've done that partially so like uh -huh. i said over the months i've added on pieces and it's you know come a Alive, but it's still not where it's December and it's not where I wanted it to be in June but yeah. you know here we are it is what it is I have tried to keep it minimalist but also try to add more character and life mm -hmm. to my life so I don't know I'm trying to balance that I like your room I don't think it portrays your character really? I think I think it portrays things from your life I don't think it portrays your character yeah no I don't think I don't you know I'm a close book don't I, you can't just walk into my room and say wow this is where porcupine lives I would have given you way too much leverage too much power wow she's wow don't even have words okay okay that's fine. Well, okay so decorating your room you're halfway there so that's yes uh, i did that finished. um so i mentioned that working out is something that i did manage to actually form a habit and stick to but a subcategory of that was that i wanted to run 12 races this year mm -hmm. right so i wanted to do um four five k's four ten k's and four twenty one k's 
ambitious yeah you know i don't play small <laughs> so yeah that's it's partial i think I, I got to seven i never got to 12 mostly because can i just say running races is very expensive it so is. how i was trying to offset buying a gym membership I ended up having to spend so much money registering for races and getting two races mm-hmm. is so much. And because I wanted to, so I wanted to do the whole run the country. So run as many as possible in the Western Cape because I do live in Cape Town, but also sprinkling in a few around the country. Oh my God. Expensive. That's more expensive than a gym membership. Yeah. Because when you're trying to get to Joburg to run a race there, that is expensive. Yeah. That is a lot. And just even in Cape Town, right? So I, yeah. I want to run. I feel like I've grown so much in my knowledge of the Cape Town landscape yeah. because I have essentially walked more and ran a lot of the streets uh-huh. and parts that I usually wouldn't even bother going, let alone by car. Yeah. Now that I run it, I have a, a more intimate knowledge of the you know turns and whatever. So I'm grateful for that. But you need to be Ubering there. Most races do have an Uber code. So you have an rent off. So you end up paying just like 20 bucks or something. Uh-huh. But for those that don't... It yay. kills your bank account. Oh my goodness. Kills my bank account is an yeah. understatement. I have felt it. But it's something that I really needed to do for myself. And yes, I, I've done that partially. So I did that seven of those. I had a reading list, a specific reading list. I only got to six on my specific reading list. Of how many? Of 12. Okay, so you went, that's actually exactly halfway through. Yeah, but I did read more books. It's just they were not yeah, on, the on my list. Okay. Yeah. You know the thing about your running Mm-mm. is that, so you dragged me into your races, yeah. or I in my case, they were walks because <laughs> I don't run. She, she, she did the fun walks. Well, I'd, fun runs where you technically could walk and not get disqualified. They're 10 kilometers mm-hmm. of basically walking. Well, yeah, you did 110k and 15k. Yeah, 110k and 15k. And those were not things I was planning on doing. They were not on my resolution list. Yeah. But I'm very proud and they actually make it to the end of your list when I'm taking stock of everything I've mm. done in the year. I always have a lot of those, like just things that happened. Or, yeah. Yeah. And that's good. Yeah. Mm. But in terms of things that I have did, one of the biggest was probably my exercise. So I was planning on working out a lot this year, mm. like regularly, at least 25 days of every month. Yeah. I think I got to like a solid... 10, 15 per month. Okay. And the rest, I would just be like, meh. But I'm currently on a 100-day challenge. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. Do say. So what's happening on your 100-day challenge? I'm on day three. <laughs> so 97 more 97 days to go. I have 97 more days to go. <laughs> <laughs> what's going to happen? So what do you do in this 100 days? Basically exercise challenge? every single day. Like, but what kind of exercise? Oh, it doesn't matter. So as if you wake I up exercise. and just lift dumbbells 10 times... It counts. Okay, no. Minimum of 30 minutes okay. of exercise. And what kind of exercises? Anything. Anything So goes. upper body, lower bodies. Yeah, so I follow this... stamina, strength, wow. core. I follow this program and it just breaks them down into... Like every single day is a different... Why are you doing this? I think it's because I kept doing the whole on and off mm-hmm. for so long that yeah. I just want to stick to it. And it's just like... 
actually challenged myself to sticking to something for long enough. Yeah. So at the beginning of the year, my aim from this whole exercise thing was to lose weight mm. and not particularly get fit or get healthy. I think I've let go of that for now. I feel that every single time I focus on that, my mental health and just my body image gets so much worse. Mm-hmm. Even when I get, even when I lose the weight I wanted to lose, yeah. it just I become so focused on it and I get tunnel vision and all I do is just like I stop eating, I work out for like seven hours per day mm-hmm. and it becomes really really bad mm-hmm. so I decided that um, in these hundred days I'm gonna try to build a healthier relationship with my body and my idea of what exercise is for mm-hmm. this is just for me to get fit and like improve my stamina my endurance my strength rather than for a particular body shape or body weight which is why I am no longer measuring myself or weighing myself so I don't know what weight I am at the moment mm-hmm. and I won't know at the end either and that's the thing sometimes resolutions start in the second week of December it's okay are they resolutions? it is in a sense it is a resolve okay and something else that I have not finished. I have started but not finished. What else have I started and not finished? I have a few. I mean, this year, my wardrobe was... Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I, I have started. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with the progress. Yo, my bank account knows we've made progress. <laughs> but I knew going into 2018 that this was going to be the beginning of what would then be my professional career. Yeah. Whatever that would be. And I needed a more mature wardrobe. I've bought, I've bought enough significant pieces. You've done well. And I'm proud of them. I'm, I already know the pieces I'm going to purchase or add on to complement what's already there and just grow the whole style, the catalog. Yeah, yeah so I'm, I'm I'm proud of that. I knew at some point it wasn't going to be sustainable because the kind of quality I want, the kind of tailoring I want and all that kind of stuff does cost a lot of money. Yeah. So it was really budget permitting. But yeah, as far as I went, I'm, I'm really proud that I stuck to it and I really sacrificed and, you know, tightened the belt just to be able to achieve that. Your wardrobe actually reminds me of this other resolution I had, yeah. which was because of how my bank account looked at the end of last year, mm-hmm. I wanted this year to be better financially. So mm-hmm. I had this whole financial plan about how much money I could spend and how much money I'm going to save. And I consider this a half-resolved resolution because I did save quite a bit, Mm. but I also spent a lot of money on things I don't need, which means I could have saved more. I saved the amount that I wanted to save. Mm. So you reach a target. Yeah. So in a sense, it's complete, but then looking back, you're like, actually, I could have done more. So it feels really like you said you're about too low. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. You know me. I'm an impulsive buyer. This I know. (laughs) I got so much better this year because I had actually worked on it. Mm -hmm. So I have limited my products in number, which is what I usually spend the most money on. Mm -hmm. I don't need any more clothes, so I stopped any clothes shopping. So it's just like personal little small goals that I worked on, and I was successful in those. Mm -hmm. But the big result was that I didn't save as much as I should have. Okay. So, yeah. So, it's kind of through. Yeah. I think one other one I had was within the communication realm, which kind of went into, you know, the kind of writing. Yeah. Professionally was kind of like the research. The two kind of had to come together. But within the communication was I needed to just talk. It had to happen. I needed to just kind of break out of my forced silence as much as I think I value my voice. But it just, I was very conscious about speaking. I mean, I'm on a podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> So I guess that's kind of halfway completed. I did speak up more, I think, in meetings in the various institutions I'm involved with. Saying something openly and publicly when I usually would have just gone like, 
you know, into a DM and say, hey, I'm seeing this. This is what I think. So being vocal on public platforms. I think I've done that partially because obviously uh-huh. for the things that I really wanted to do, like the actual events, I didn't really get to do that as much. And I don't really consider that a failure or complete blunder because in most cases I chose to because there really was no value add in what I was going to say or the moment just wasn't right to be speaking for the sake of speaking. Yeah. And I knew I was going to have to balance that, right? So there's... I want to be a person who speaks up more. I want to have my voice out there more, a woman's voice out there more. But sometimes the moment is not for you to speak. And you got to leave it to other people to say what they want to say. Yeah. Or sometimes just leave it to just mulling over. Yeah. Nobody has to speak at all. Yes. It's okay. So I think I've, I've gone to that. But definitely I, I speak more this year than I did. Yeah. <laughs> Almost any of the other years combined. Chatterbox now. It's hard to shut me up. Okay. That's not true. Very true. This is the truest of truths. <laughs> Okay, so mine, though, was not that I speak more, but it was more that I give my opinion. Mm. Because you know how I do the whole diplomatic thing. So I hate conflicts, and I think I've mentioned that before. And so I would do anything, anything to avoid them. And that had made me into a very diplomatic person who just kind of, like, at the end, just gathers what everybody said and kind (laughs) of... At the end of the day, we have more questions than answers. Yeah, we have more questions than answers. And just, like, kind of gives a wishy-washy answer that isn't really this side or that side because I don't want to take sides and I don't really want to tell my actual opinion about things so this year I had a resolution to voice my opinions and why I consider this half done is because I noticed and this was in the current session that I was doing a couple of weeks ago is that every single time I give an opinion of mine I always apologize like I'm sorry I'm gonna say this yeah Hmm. I always do it when I'm about to give a particularly strong opinion so it's not yeah. like this side or that side no the, 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 this is a very specific opinion and is it always when it's contradicting i guess the receiver's yeah point of view okay and the thing is i'm not a rude person and <laughs> i'm not unkind so the words i use to contradict your opinions are not gonna hurt you they're, not they're yeah they're just contradictory to what you just said so i really have nothing to apologize for but i just i just feel this need to soothe the person before i say my piece I feel that I really shouldn't do that. So next year, I'm going to work on taking the <laughs> apology out. <laughs> next year, the apologies come off. The training will fall yeah. off, y'all. Get ready. <laughs> no apologies from now on. Opinions are just going to come as they are. As they oh. should. Yeah, of course. But anyways, so I'm sure there's more. Yeah, ones yeah. that are deeper, lighter, and whatever. But for you, so for the stuff that you have accomplished, how yeah. have you celebrated yourself? Oh, so... <laughs> I think the resolutions that I've put are mostly like big stuff that for some reason I just don't celebrate. Usually things I celebrate are just small things, small milestones. Like what? Like I'll say, for example, if I write every single day this week, like I write a small part of my thesis, at the end of the week, I'm going to get this for myself. Thing is, at the I think at the beginning of the year, in, in the previous years, the way I celebrated myself always had to be monetary thing and i realized my bank account cannot sustain, sustain that, that. Yeah. and it's not just my bank account but <laughs> that kind to... of self-love was a little too expensive <laughs> and it's just also that kind of mentality of always linking celebrations with having to spend money mm. and therefore if you don't have money you can't celebrate yourself yeah it's just Ooh. it's a pitfall a big one and you really don't want to end up there so i also had to work on that and just kind of find other things i really enjoy and use those as celebrations hmm. it could honestly be 
something as small as I'm gonna take a slightly longer shower and use that scrub that I really love. Sometimes it's reading more pages from the book that I'm currently reading because usually I would limit myself to a certain number of pages, otherwise I won't sleep. So I'll give myself 10 more extra pages. Mm -hmm. Or watching a movie that I've been wanting to watch for a long, long time. Or hanging out with friends. And it's just these small things that I know bring me joy. Mm. And for me, those are celebrating myself. And I think it's just the intention of doing them for celebrating yourself is what makes the difference. Because I know I do them all the time anyways. Mm. But like when I intend that this particular action is going to be for me, that makes me feel better. Okay, that's cool. How do you celebrate yourself when you work through those resolutions? I nap. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I nap without needing anything. (laughs) No. So this is what I do because I kind of work seven days a week, which is not the healthiest. No, it's not. I mean, it's not the worst thing you could do, but also not the healthiest. Yeah. So I try to take one half day it's usually on thursdays so i take all my calls then send all the texts send all the emails but i just take the half day and i sleep probably go for a run tire myself out probably do some you know skipping rope read something for probably 30 minutes turn on my meditation app i'll be out like a light i've seen that happen (laughs) yeah it's beautiful it's i think it's amazing just how fast i fall asleep in the um, middle of the meditation. <laughs> Doesn't even go through the entire thing. It's too long. I'll probably get up. If I do get up, I'll probably get up and... <laughs> if I do? Yeah. I'm probably I mean, waking up the next morning. Wake up. No, the next morning. I mean, if I don't... If I wake up before it's... <laughs> shut up. If I wake up before it's the next morning, I'm probably YouTubing. I'm binge-watching cooking shows. I'm binge-watching documentaries. I am binge-watching even vlogs. Like, it gets to that level where it's like, oh, I wonder what that person is doing. Interior design, architecture, all of it. That's that's me. I do treat myself with junk food because, like I mentioned, with the whole workout and always kind of having a race each month, so I, the three weeks before a race, I'm usually off any sort of libations, I guess. Yeah, you really clean eat. So I'm always just having to catch up on junk food, which... Quite honestly, no, no longer even tastes the same. Like, it tastes like poison in my mouth now. I had a pack of burritos the other day. I ate it for three days. It was so hot. It, the taste was so stuck on my tongue. It was piercing my tongue. It was excruciating. But anyways, it's good though. I'm still going to eat Doritos. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> yeah, so I do that. So it's also just like little things that yeah. you know mm-hmm. will make you happy. And I plan at, at least a personal trip. So yeah, yeah so that's, okay. that's what I do to celebrate. And so for the stuff that hasn't gone on, are you going to be carrying it into 2019? Some, I definitely will. Yeah. Like things relating to health. Mm. With a lot of the other things, I think I've outgrown them. Mm. I'm just like, nah, it's fine. Yeah, man. Yes, because that's the thing. I feel personally certain areas where i've had the resolutions where whether i completed them have completed them or kind of forgot about them i've either i've either acquired the habit that it doesn't necessarily need to be a resolution anymore or i just outgrew that interest and desire yeah it just proved to be something that i actually wasn't really really interested in or doesn't really suit the 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 season i'm going into Mm -hmm. in my life exactly and that's fine so it's gonna be a, a different set, I think, of, of resolutions. Yeah, exactly. So I'm just probably gonna sit and try to find like a whole new... Well, not a whole new. Also, I get a lot of inspiration from just... From me. From just listening to Porcupine. From just listening to Porcupine. <laughs> and from just talking to other people and seeing what they're planning. 
funny. Uh, and a lot of inspiration also from where I want to head in life in the next year, uh, because that is definitely det detrimental to the kind of resolutions I would put on paper. So list following Tumblr inspirational accounts. Oh, totally. <laughs> reach for the for the moon because even if you don't get there you will land among the stars yes amen. i think i'm paraphrasing but like, sure <laughs> i think it goes i'm sure there's a tumblr board that says that yeah yeah and i think that is it yeah so hopefully you celebrate yourself more because you will be accomplishing more of your resolutions Aww, they'll be more targeted they will be more it's more in tune with who you are yeah and where you're going and what you're trying to accomplish i wish you all the best you wish me all the best I definitely wish you all the best. It doesn't seem like she's she's really enthusiastic about this well wishing. But anyways, she wishes I wish her and everybody else listening to this all the best. As you take your audit, taking stock of the year, uh, for the things you're proud of yourself. Celebrate yourself. Yeah, celebrate yourself. Have have one on us. And for what you didn't accomplish, give yourself a break. Sometimes things happen. Or just push harder. Nobody cares. <laughs> I'm mean, <I>, well. <laughs> You see, if it still matters, there are two people in. No, 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 no. If it still matters, definitely push harder, right? So you hopefully won't be doing the same thing over and over because they do say if you want to improve it, you can't do the same thing over and over if it's not working. But don't beat yourself over it. Yeah, and then accept it, move on, push harder, try to accomplish it next year. Yeah, I mean, you, it's better to start in a place where you know you're struggling than yeah. pretend that you're not. So, yeah, and for everything else that's going to be new, all the best with that, with self-discovery, mm -hmm. adding on to your life, new job, new school, new city, congratulations, all the best, and <laughs> for whatever else is, that is yet to discover and show itself and reveal itself to you, uh, power to you and all the best. And have the most amazing 2019. Happy 2019. We're still going to be here in 2018, but we just want to, you know, as you're planning through and taking in the year, breathing it in, breathing it out, that you take these things, have one for yourself. <laughs>